Okay, so, one, two, three. It's beginning to look a lot like Moistmas. All the years gone by. That's all Nick the doesn't know the words, cause he's a fucking cunt. And this is the Moistmas song. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty much it, cause... Licensed, trademarked, if you uh, use it, we will actually burn your house you. down. What? Welcome to the no, Moisty it's... Voice, we'll episode 35, mm -hmm. where we will not stab you, I promise. I'm we'll Connor. just burn your house down and your house will stab you. We'll tear that's your Michael. wife in half. Yeah, that's me, Michael. I'm Nick. And this is Nick. I'm the one who tears wives. He, oh. <laughs> that it can mean a, a few there. different things. It do, Yeah, it does. That's, it uh, does. <coughs> so it's like a grab from the top of the skull and just pull. We got a we got a hot topic today. We went to hot topic. I, I bought more ruby merch. God damn it! <laughs> no more ruby merch for you. You can only afford so much of it, yeah, which no. is why they spread out their release. Yeah, yeah. So they, how many blind boxes did you buy to get your little uh, three? How dang nice. Yeah. That's not bad for a 1 in 16. Yeah, no, it's pretty good. I bought three blind boxes, got my Neo thing, that was it. And then, um, whatchamacallit. Ugh, fuck. Someone immediately came in, like, the day afterwards, bought 76. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Oh, you, uh, you don't limit those, huh? Nope, if one person wants to... They're buy one, get one free right now, so if one person wanted to buy them all, and one person can buy all of them... So we can just fuck off. We sold it all. Wait, so they bought 30-some? They basically paid for 30 of them. Jesus. Buy, okay, BOGO on like $12 blind boxes, though, is amazing. $8. That's not bad. $8? Yeah, yeah no, all our blind all. boxes are BOGO. Jesus. Yep. I should have gone. Still are. Well, great. Now we gotta make a trip to the mall. Yeah. Yep. In unrelated news... Star Wars came out. Star Wars oh. Last Jedi, Episode 8. I think that... So, are we just going to go hard into it right now? Yeah. Yeah, let's so, just jump into it. This is right a 100% spoilers alert. If you have not seen the movie, do not listen to this. We're going to tear it apart. Nick, this is a reminder for you. I want you to, like, right here, right where my hands are, throw up a timestamp of where the spoiler discussion stops. Yeah, it'll be in the description. Uh, if you Put don't want to... If you don't want to hear... Right Hyperlink that shit. Any Last Jedi spoilers... Or just general bitching or general praise, whichever way this ends up. Uh, space right here. Just skip to the time in the description. All right. Yeah. Well, with that said, so the Last Jedi. I'll start us off. I think, despite one, I. It's, it's kind of a toss up. Now, I think overall, in a lot of ways, it was a good film. I really enjoyed it. I like what it did with a lot of things. I think it was... I like the direction it took Star Wars and the characters. But one thing that invalidates almost fucking everything in it is Leia should have stayed dead. Yeah, I... And I don't disagree with, like, she should have died because she's been declared a force sensitive and i can't imagine that at this point she would have some connection with the force to be able to do that i'm not saying what she did is a, what's wrong no i'm saying the fact that she lived is what's wrong is they had the out she should have died she didn't contribute anything to the rest of the movie in any way shape form and it was a convenient out to just okay carrie fisher's dead so how about we fucking act like it if i didn't know 
that they had already started filming her stuff for episode 9, uh, I would have honestly thought that the reason they did it was as a sort of, um, you know, oh, now that she's dead, we can't just kill her off like this. We need to give her a better death. Like, that's what it felt like, is they were like, after the fact, they were like, whoa, that's mad disrespectful now. Let's go ahead and do something cooler. But they've already had started filming her stuff for Nine, so that clearly wasn't it, but that's actually what it felt like. So what's a better send-off than getting sucked into the vacuum of space and, like, being perfectly preserved forever in that place? She's a fucking memorial if that happens. The only, not the only problem, the bigger problem that I had with it, other than, like, the pointlessness of it, was just the way they did it was so, like, undergrad VFX student-y. It, it just looked bad. Like, really, really bad. Nobody should ever move in any direction in that form. And, like, the way all of the CG was done, it was just a very sloppy She honestly seconds. looked like Boba Fett's spaceship, the one that just, like, straight the up and one. down. Yeah, and yeah. it just, like, gets sucked right into the... It just looks so fucking dumb. So, yeah. you enjoyed the movie. I want to say about, like, the hour and a half mark, I started looking at my watch and, like, okay, this movie can't be longer than, like, two hours. Two hours, and this is like what? Two hours and forty minutes long? Two and a half. It's like two thirty-five. Me, fuck me. Oh god, I was basically sitting there just waiting for this shit show to end. I loved it. I hated it. I was joking. Jack, Michael, and I were joking throughout, like, oh, maybe now it'll end, and it didn't. <laughs> Never did. <laughs> it was literally. And just... then when it finally ended, that was like just. After all the possible endings, this mm. is the one it had. Yeah. And it's the worst possible ending I've ever seen. Of all their endings, it was the worst. Uh, I don't. My biggest beef with like the narrative of it is one. I did not like the way they did the jumping around. I don't mind that they did it, but it either became like overdone at some point, or just in general. I stopped believing the passage of time or being confused as to maybe they don't know what their own passage of time is. Well, I mean, um, but more this than whole that, movie takes place over the course of, what, five hours? Uh, like, something like it. They said they had, what, four hours of reserve, so... And so then, like, that, that whole Ray... It's about, yeah, five, bullshit. six hours. That whole Ray bullshit takes, like, a week. And they manage to jump through space, do a thing, come back, do all that stuff... That can be believably probably the entirety of the five hours. Yeah. Um, but I don't think so. Though. I don't think so. But you could you could stretch it if you weren't also adding in all these other things that were stretching time though. So all of the like time manipulation becomes very unbelievable. Um, but it, more than that, my problem is it has four acts. Like it just there is a clear like beginning, middle, end. And then we just keep going. And I definitely checked out at somewhere on the salt planet. I'm not sure where. Before they okay. got to the salt planet. Somewhere like right before it or during it is when I checked out because everything that happened after that became really hammy all of a sudden. It was 
the dumbest things that happened on it. Okay, we're gonna assault the thing with these things that don't have guns and don't fly. So we're just gonna throw corpses at it. Well, the yeah. problem was to fly one straight down the throw of the gun to destroy it. It was a suicide mission. Until the plan wasn't to do that. Yeah. Until, yeah, fucking Rose, a character which has been receiving a lot of praise for a lot of different reasons. You know, obviously, there are a lot of reasons why it's a really cool character and yeah. why it's a big thing that she's there. You know what my biggest complaint Holy is? shit, do I fucking hate her? <laughs> yeah. Because of that. The, like, okay, I don't want you to die, so I'm going to crash my rickety spaceship into your <laughs> rickety spaceship in the middle in front of this fucking laser cannon. Instead of a 100. Gonna hope that we both live rather than I accidentally kill myself and maybe you're paralyzed like, from the waist down from now on. What are you doing? I was going to save us. No, no, it's not about killing them. It's about saving each other. Well, shit, girl, you just let them blow the door open and killed everyone else. Good job. It's not about saving each other. It's about sending a message. <laughs> then she kissed him. Oh, God. That was weird. It was real weird. That was very... And then she... They've known each other for five hours. Kinda died. <laughs> They've known each other for five hours. I don't think that's a time frame. I think it, I think the chase scene of them running out of fuel was at least two or three days. Okay. No, they said they had like a set number of hours of fuel. They they actually gave a number to it, and at and then most they it never was referenced it again. The whole thing is a day, but with Ray's timeline, it doesn't add up, and that's the problem. So I'm saying. Maybe a voice, maybe, yeah, some dialogue got fucked up, but that chase scene was two or three days. Because they, they gave a time at the start of it for how much fuel reserve they had. And then a bunch of other stuff happened. And Ray's thing... What? I don't know what's more annoying. The Ray thing or the casino thing? Because the, uh, the problem with the casino, casino thing... thing is that it just was a completely unnecessary, visually awesome. Like, I love the planet, love the idea of it, uh, and thank God for Benicio Del Toro's character, who's possibly one of my top characters in the Star Wars films. Oh, he's great. Because he's just so great. The, so my problem with the Casino Planet is that the entire planet, the sequencing, everything related to it, including his character... Felt one for one like an episode of Rebels. It felt yeah. like a show fan the TV show and not in a movie. Yeah, it was just very sidetracky and very weird. Yeah. I don't know. I had, uh, it was cool. Like, I'm not going to deny that it was visually super, super cool. Uh, it kind of wasn't me. I love it. I think it'd have explained the. the I, put, I pieced together what the creatures you know, were and everything, but you'd think that they'd have explained that a bit more in the movie. Oh, the racehorses? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, and then there's the Ray thing, which is just entirely, like, Milo Kylie how revenge. quickly is someone able to become to her level that she is at the end, to where she can stand up to the Sith Lord she with didn't stand relative... Up to no. No, but every the fact time that she, she could tried do to anything. fight Snoke, he just toyed with... No, no, she could do anything so that he could show her she could do nothing. Mm. She couldn't do shit to him. She progressed a lot further than she should have. I don't think she progressed in, much at all. Assuming it was, you know, two days. Well, to go from never having used the Force except one time 
to being able to do all the things she's able to do in a singular day. Well, she was definitely, she was on the plant for more than two or three days, because there was at least a day or two before the chase sequence started. Yeah. So she was there for, at most, a week. We'll say that. I think it was like three, there was definitely two nights, and one of those entire days was not used training whatsoever. And the last day, I don't think there was any training involved. The day she left. So I think she only had two, maybe three days of actually productively training. Yeah. I honestly I, yeah. could care less. The whole thing of just Kylo Ren's been training for his entire life. And oh boy, she can use a lightsaber real fucking good. And the whole thing just doesn't make any well, no, sense and, to me. Well, then we're going to start arguing Force Awakens, which everyone agrees is a bunch of fucking plot holes because J.J. Yeah. Abrams doesn't know how to write worth a goddamn, yeah, and, and, and Disney shows just, shut him down way earlier. And, like, Snoke does a very, very good line at the start of the movie where it's like, you got beat up by some bitch who never used a fucking lightsaber before. Get the fuck out. Yeah, I know. I appreciated, actually, a lot of what Ryan Johnson did because it, it from how I perceived it, was kind of shank on JJ, like, hey, these are a lot of problems. I'm going to show there are problems, and I'm going to fix them by removing them. Yeah, he. that was definitely... Yeah. It was sort of like a cleanup film, yeah. while also setting There was a whole lot of cleanup. And that's what I think a lot of people's problem with, is for all intent and purpose, you could skip eight, depending on where nine starts off. Right. It's very likely you'll be able to just skip eight entirely, and some scroll text would have done it just fine because of how seven is i think that despite eight being a cleanup film for force awakens it still had enough of its own stuff to be a good movie no it was a good movie but i'm saying like you could skip it and it would be you know this film ends and then here actually if you were to skip snoke any, would be a problem if you could that skip any biggest... of the new trilogy seven would be the one to skip because all it you does can't. yeah you can no you can't no, you can't you don't know what anything is or who anyone is you'd be asking what's going on that here's the number one thing where's han solo they yeah. never fucking talk about it in eight there's way too much times. going on with like who kylo is not even the reveal but like there's no there's way too much going on there that you would be able you can't skip the first of any of the trilogies you could skip, skip phantom menace no no, I, I'll take Nick's side on this one. Um, but no, it, it's sort of just like a, hey, seven, what a mess. Let's fix some of that. Also, nine's going to happen. But we get so caught up in fixing seven and setting up nine that we forget to make eight. I loved Snoke's death. I did. I, it was very, very Star Wars. It was very Sith. And it was very well done. Also, yeah. it removed the shit character that had no justification, so that was also lovely. It went a little long. It did. It Other did than up, that... If it was cut down, I want to say, like, 30 seconds, yeah. it'd been perfect. But, like, I, a lot of people like, oh, it's so stupid that he's like, oh, you're gonna do this, and then you're gonna do that. I thought that was, like, probably yeah. one of the best character moments to yeah. show what Kylo can do. Because he understands how all these things work. He can disguise his intentions so that he can lie without lying. Like, that's super Jedi. He's been hanging around people who are far stronger than him. And he knows, eventually, they will try to kill me. And I've got to just play their game to the best of my abilities until I can kill them somehow. Exactly. He had, like, the most Jedi solution to a mind reader. Yeah. And that was cool. Yeah. And then, yeah, it got rid of him. 
which was great. Yep. So many people are like, oh, we never learned who he is. Does it matter? No. No, it does no. not. He was the fucking janitor. Emperor Palpatine yeah, fell on him. him. We talked about Emperor this. Emperor Palpatine yeah. fell on him, and they fused into one body <laughs> just because Snoke, of how fast he fell. Snoke was like a janitor at Luke's temple, and... Every day, Luke would, like, give a lecture, and Snoke would, like, come into the hall, sweeping or whatever, and go up by Kylo and be like, hey, you should turn to the dark side. And Luke would turn around and be like, get the fuck out of here, Snoke. <laughs> shoo! Shoo! And he'd, like, go away or whatever. Um, no, but Snoke is a nobody, and, and it, it was matter. weird because they gave him a lot of, a lot of personal, personal stuff against Luke. He got a specifically. lot of personality in this film, he too. He did. He got a lot he of personality. He was great, and, like, actually... It was almost a bummer to lose him after he became an interesting character. Yeah. It's they fixed him as a character, but then removed him because he was still a problem. Yeah. Which I'm okay with. It the was Praetorian a Guard game. was dope. Oh my I god. I love the Praetorian Guard. That right? chamber in general. Every time okay, it just no, went no, to no, the no, line. Okay, no, 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 no. That chamber like... had a huge problem. What the chamber it? itself was really cool. Yeah. Who has an elevator open directly into the room? He needed <laughs> at least an atrium. All right, there <laughs> needed to be some sort of entry room or something. Wasn't but that elevator like, uh, Here's the other half. And you have, like, room. one side of the room of well-trained guards, the other side of the shit guards <laughs> that are, like, first day on the job. Like, so you, you know when uh, Kylo, like, gets mad at Snoke the first time and the Praetorians are like, oh, shit, yeah. you get try this, son? Yeah. Like, one side starts up and then the other so it's like, oh, are they drawing? <laughs> so like, they like there's an and one guy completely forgot his weapons. And he just holds up his fists. Like, yeah, no, yeah, the, the good side goes after Kylo in the fight, and the bad side goes, goes after, after Red. Yeah, it's exactly my point. Like, <laughs> legitimately, that fight though, that fight was. I dope. love that fight, and I love Kylo and Ray together. That, that was finishing like, move, so great. And that that's because that's been one of the like greatest things of oh. jokes. It's just just turn your lightsaber off and then turn it just on. Fucking, God, that was amazing. <laughs> the choreography for that fight was well done. The Praetorian I, I, were dope I'll as shit. argue the choreography for Kylo's side of the fight was well done. I think Ray's for I like well the done. Ray had to be sloppy. Hmm. Okay, fair enough. That in mind, it was good. Um, how do you feel about? So we'll break down the four four. Storylines. Okay, well, no, four, four storylines. Story all right. So we've got. So let's determine them. Uh, we have the race space training. Convo- or yeah, race training, space convoy. Space convoy. Uh, I guess we'll go with uh, casino planet. Do we want to shuffle into space convoy, or no? I think space convoy because it kept going through everything else despite holes. everything else. And it also had its own things. Okay, so yeah. space convoy and everything related. Find the code breaker. To- yeah, code breaker on the casino planet, and. and- Ray and Kylo, I guess. Main yeah, maybe there's only lines. there's only three planets we jump between, right? We go we, Luke's yeah, planet, um, Casino planet, I forget what the ship. Yeah, yeah, so it's only the three. So we're jumping between. Well, three... if you're counting the ship as a planet, then two ships of five planets total. Yeah. Well, no, I'm uh... just saying three times that we kept jumping between. So yeah. three focuses. Yes. Yeah. So we've got Within space convoy, which is both the ships. How disappointing was Space Convoy as a plot device, though? We'll it follow was... them for days and just shoot a missile every few minutes. Just, it was very hey, It wasn't even every few minutes. Hey. It was like every ten seconds. Hey, hey, we're still here. Hey, hey. hey yeah, are Don't we forget. Are... Hey, well, you guys run out of fuel yet? It was in two ways. One, like, all right, well, that kind of sucks. But in the other way is a lot of times in previous movies, it's always talking about how the Empire, in this case, the First Order, their ships are always slower, the Rebels are faster. But obviously, you can't beat the first order ships. And in this case, it was one for one. Just they're slower, but 
They're gonna stay on you. Mm-hmm. And I, I appreciated that, at least. I... It was a weird plot point. It makes sense, but it was a weird plot point for there to be hyperspace tracking. Yeah, that was... And I'm kind of glad they didn't do too much, because, like, I think of, like, Star Trek... The first thing that made me think of is Star Trek when it was, can you beam onto a ship in uh, yeah. light speed? Um, that was kind of where my mind went when they started talking about this, and I was like, oh, man, I hope this doesn't become, like, the bulk of our focus now. Do you and know what that just... Gladly, it wasn't a whole lot of the focus. No. It was just one plot point. Speaking of hyperspeed, that stupid fucking ending to the space chase. Oh, right. fuck you. Because that was... No, it was great. It the... should have only killed one ship. Yes. Not the full fucking yes. armada. That made yes. no sense. No, no. It... I loved what it was, and visually it was amazing. That was, yeah. no joke, the single greatest frame of any film I've ever seen was that beautiful i oh, was yeah. jaw dropped yeah no i was saying they're like shit i wish i had seen this with nicks so that i could turn to you to see your reaction i, I would was... go to imax and just like be on my phone in the very far back or whatever just to wait for that just to and then, see like, just it take a quick yeah. photo and leave i would get prints of that that thing oh, is yes. so absolutely stellar but yeah no then all the other ships blew up but and i was like why the perfect yeah. splinter into all the other ships didn't make any sense yeah but the Snoke's, only thing that I could Snoke's command ship was pretty dope. It yeah, looked like a giant Dorito. <laughs> Space Dorito. I liked it. I okay. So, what were Phasma the super star was... destroyers? The dreadnoughts? The, they weren't super star destroyers. They were like artillery class vessels. They were cool. But yeah, dreadnoughts were dope. The ships in this were great. The new AT, the of... new walkers in general. I love the new fangs. walkers. No, the gorillas. They're, They're like silverbacks. Cool. They're awesome. I, I adore them. Did you also notice how the ATATs now had blades attached to the front of their legs? They had extra. You can't. You can't rope them. It won't if they work cut your twice. Rope. Yep. I think that was my favorite takeaway. Was literally we got roped once, <laughs> and it fucked us. So one of my huge problems with both Force Awakens and then this one again, and Michael brought this up, was Finn for what he was in the First Order, should not have half as much knowledge of their mechanisms as he does. Right. There's no reason why to, in the first in the Force Awakens, on Starkiller base, he's like, oh, this is exactly here, here, and here, and we'll go to do this. And then this, he's like, all right. Only someone well, now who... that I know what I'm looking for, this is exactly what it is, where it is in the ship, and how we can access well, it. Well, the, the exchange was, uh, only someone with incredibly detailed knowledge of the entire ship would know where it is. Him? Who do you think mopped it? The guy who mops the floor would know. I'm like, the fuck if the janitor knows where every single thing is? I don't is? know, Snoke knew, man. Snoke That's knew true. where that dark side was, and he went straight for it. Okay, so an another thing about that was, they just fucking spent an entire time trying to hack into a door. First Order just walks in from the side, like, how the fuck did you get well, in no, here? Because no, Benicio said so. It, uh, he got caught while hacking it. Or something, and he's no, like, alright, well, it was, Doors open, They're there's already the thing, in there. and then they kind of walk from, from the like side. There's like a second entrance that would have been better to go through. It was probably yeah. more like guarded stuff, though. No, I was willing to believe either they got there first, went in, and just totally set the bait for it. Uh, and if How they did had, they know that they were going for that, though? Because Benicio, Benicio sold them out. Them. So he sold, he sold them I thought that he sold them out after they got caught. No, no, he so, he's what, uh told them that everything was going to be happening. 
He said, hey, they're going to do the hyperspace drive, and then they're going to do this thing. Okay. No, he sold them out, like, for everything. Um, and I think uh, another thing that people were having problem with was um, how did Hux find out about their plan to evacuate to the planet? And Poe definitely told them on com or somebody told them on comms what was going on there, I think. Like... I think there was an exchange of it. No. I don't think so. No, there wasn't. I feel like I remember him being like, hey, we're doing this thing. We're good. No, there, there wasn't. Hmm. I, I don't think so. Because, like, the entire time as they're waiting, like, come on, man. Come on, man. Just get in there and do the hack. And then they get caught. I'm like, oh, Poe, no. And then Poe's like, oh, I'm sad now. My friend is caught. No, I think it was more of just a first order, all right, well, we have sensors and we can see that they're going towards this planet. Maybe we can assume they're going to the planet. <laughs> I mean, they were killing literally everything in the fleet. There's no way they're not also killing the escape pods. Right. But yeah, another plot point is also, when you have that fleet with you and Snoke's ship is that big, why can't you multi-target? Why is it either you kill the escape pods or the cruiser? Maybe and the smaller ships don't have the range. Honestly, what confuses me more than anything in terms of that is shields go down. You can blast through ships' shields. It's happened many times. They wear out, they run out of shield, and then they're vulnerable. That ship definitely had something. They, they run out of shields in like a heated exchange where this is just a peck, peck, peck forever and not an actual broadsides. I can you don't I can put myself into frame of mind that maybe their shields are going to regen at enough of a rate to keep up with the You don't think maybe they have like one gun. Has, like a Yamato? No. They do, but it just can't like it like requires a lock on, and they're slightly outside of the like the laser pin like I mean, the dots. I don't. They, know. they were using their like hard artillery shots, which I guess they is were that having, why they you, couldn't focus on the ship and the yeah. Uh, Quick question, lasers. Lasers. Why do they arc in space? Because they were there were downward arcs to all of those laser shots. You didn't have a problem with the fact that they had a finite range. I had a problem with that because they ended before because the, like, ship the big a few problem times. was like why the fuck were these shots arcing? Like I can understand being out of like range for lock on, but there was like when they were like neck and neck, there were missiles that exploded not on the shield but like just before the ship. Oh yeah, and I also have a problem <laughs> with the fact that down is like you're for like in space there is a definite down. In all of these movies, yeah, everybody's... No. episode three. Hmm? Episode fucking three. Eh. There was not a definite down in that movie. <laughs> in the first, like, space fight arc, there was no definite down in that. Kind of. It's there like... were two ships that were both had the tops of them sliding against each other, shooting at each other. Everybody just kind of agrees in sci-fi movies which way to orient the ship. Fuck off. That That is one thing that I do find interesting... That all ships, enemy friendly, they're always going to be aligned the same. Because I imagine in like a real practical situation, we wouldn't do that. So you just have ships at all kinds of axes. Like you, like Snoke's ship comes in and it's, it's upside, upside down. down. <laughs> no, it's just it's sideways. Fucking frisbee. <laughs> like knife wait, cutting through space. Did he warp in sideways? No, 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 no. He worked in We're right. sideways. Yeah. Oh, no. Hold up. 
Well, and then, like, all of a sudden always... they just fall against the wall. It's It seems that they orient themselves, in this instance, it was by Crate's magnetic poles. Hmm. Is Crate had a top of the planet, and they were flat level to that, is what their it. orientation was. Is that, like, when you're going to be in a space fight, maybe near planets, you just automatically orient yourself to be able to best... In a human's way, comprehend the planet and how you Should would interact it? with it, which would be by magnetic poles. No. No. Why? You interact with it based on gravity, not fucking magnets. You would magnets. basically you would have the ship oriented so the bottom of the <laughs> ship is facing the planet. Yeah, but they haven't done that in any Star Wars. I would assume you would be perpendicular to the gravity. Because you don't want to be coming in perfectly downward you want to be so like if this is a planet you don't want to be approaching it no, like if you're this. not planning to land on the fucking planet no i just think in general you should always be like and like there's, there's but then the battle's no gonna fucking... be rounded and lasers don't round, round like planets. No, that's arc. why because the lasers are being affected by gravity there you go gravity they're lasers. out in space and there's some planet that you didn't see underneath them during that entire chase scene that was they're using the planet's gravity to arc oh, no, their overall, lasers overall if I look past Leia entirely, I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was a really good okay. movie, and I just, it was a great Star Wars now, film. Now, we'll call this quits here, because we're at 30 minutes now. Okay. What's your personal enjoyment? On a scale of 10, how much did you enjoy this movie? It's, I've got two ratings, and that's okay, looking past Leia or with Leia. Both I, with Leia, it's like a 6 at best. Mm -hmm. And that, that might be too nice. Without Leia, it's an easy 8, maybe a 9. Okay, Nick? Um, I'd give it a clean 7. I get, like, I give it just... I'm going for, like, a 6.5. That's very kind of you. I, from what you said. No, because I've seen some real shit movies. <laughs> I, oh, man, I saw the fucking last night. Comparative to last night, this is like a 10. This is, yeah, easy. So, that's done. In other news... Well, go see it. Porgs, it was really enjoyable. Ewoks... Porgs! 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 Porgs versus life. Ewoks. Porgs were amazing. You need more Porgs. Oh. I so, changed my mind. You need way more Porgs. We're back on this. There were six, not enough Porgs. Well, hold on. Six out of ten. Need more Porgs. I've got a news story related to this. Okay. So, one of... Either in the cinematographer's department or in the uh, art department, somebody... And I need to research this further because I am just taking a couple articles at face value here. Kotaku articles. Um, Shut up. Your beef is your own beef. Um, that the reason the Porgs were put in is because the planet takes place... Like, it's an actual island, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and that island has a fuck ton of gulls. And instead of working around them extincting them or trying to vfx remove them they just painted over and that's where porgs came from was they were just to cover up a shit ton of seagulls that's pretty cool so there's like a couple of scenes where you see like a porg flying for basically no reason like you can't even tell it's a porg unless you're looking for it because you don't see them fly before that point <laughs> No, it's I just because a seagull, about. A seagull happened to fly in that frame so they just porged over it that's pretty good, in all honesty. If that, and I want to look into it because if that is true, I am a hundred and thirty percent on board with porgs. No questions asked. Yeah, no, fair enough. I that, love them, 
but they are 100% marketing. Wrong. They do not do anything. What? Except for a single bit on the ship with Chewie. If you remove all of the Porgs, the film does not change in any way. Yes, it becomes shit. Uh, The Porgs made that movie. But if you think that for every Porg you take out, you're adding in a sequel, (laughs) then it becomes a thing. So I really hope that this is true. I want to look into it, and I'm really hoping... When the DVD comes out, it'll, I bet it'll, they'll talk about oh, it Oh, you better believe features. they're going to talk about it. It has boards. to be talked about in special features. I loved that they immediately started nesting on the Falcon and shit. <laughs> that, that's, oh my god, the fire scene with Chewie and the Porgs. God. A plus. A plus plus. That was Porgs so good. Porgs look amazing when well prepared, is what I learned. He had like a full. That was literally just rotisserie chicken that yeah. they just stuck pork legs. I'm pretty into. sure they did. They <laughs> just took like fake bird feet and it stuck it up in good. there. Anthony Daniels still somehow is C3PO. Thought he'd be dead by now, but he's not. Peter Mayhew only did some of Chewie for this film. Yeah, they started using a new guy. Yeah, but he had like a really cool handoff to him, so that was neat. Um, no, porks were great. Needed more porks. I like that in a lot of places there was CG and other times they were hard puppet. I was... I. It was all the baby ones that were puppets. I did not really... full. I couldn't fully get on with Yoda. No. Um, it fucking looked I like... I loved that he was the puppet, though. I, I was all oh, about yes. that. Oh, yes. I loved the way it looked, and I the humor of him was interesting, at not fully engaging, start to finish. Um, and a little bit of it made me just get way too in my head thinking about like what is this what is that is this allowed is this like it it really removed me too much thinking about like lore wise what's going on and things like that um and like character consistency but if nothing else i can say that absolutely loved that he was practical puppet you could see the mold on that doll from when they (laughs) like originally taken out of the basement but i it looked like the guy who did the Muppets movies made that. You did. Is it, that's yeah, and like, uh, I just that's the guy. That's okay. literally. Uh, it okay. wasn't Jim Henson, but it's um the other guy whose name I'm blanking on right now. So like that was my original thing. I'm like, okay, if that's not him, I have no fuck. I give no shits about this. Uh, but, Frank Oz. Okay. Frank, yeah, Frank Oz, Oz was even credited in it. Okay. Uh, because he was the wasn't he the voice of Yoda? I think so. Was he? So like. That makes it better for me, but it just looked so much like a Muppet that I was legitimately just yeah, it expecting... it like the original Yoda. It was, I was just expecting Kermit the Frog. Yeah, Frank Oz was the voice of Yoda and the puppeteer for Yoda. Um, and he's like Jim Henson's other half. Creatively and maybe sexually, I don't know. Okay, Who well, knows? we're done with that. We're I guess. moving on to Catherine... Catherine's full body announced for the PS4 and PS Vita. I don't know why PS Vita. With a different studio, which is uh, just, who, cool. who's doing it? Uh, it is being done by so, not Nico Nico. Atlas's <laughs> new studio internal Zero. dev team, Studio Zero. Yep. Okay, no, it's still Atlas. It's so I was about. I was like trying to figure out what you guys are talking about. Like, are you guys talking about Studio Zero? Because it's sub Atlas. No, it's <laughs> it, it's their uh, basically. Hey, you guys like our old games? The PS4 is way better. We're going to remake our shit on the PS4 now. What I'm super excited for is it's not just an HD remake of Catherine, which I probably would not buy, but they actually are adding in a third Catherine, which is like a fourth dimension. Okay. 
Once we're done with this, I have another thing to talk about. But okay. I'm just third I'm, Catherine, you say. I'm psyched as hell. Catherine full body looks like it's gonna be really cool. Um, I'm wondering I'm, how I'm that works in with the more. plot. She looks like Penny. They have to change it up entirely. Sure. She does. That's Penny. Um, they they have to change up a lot of things, I think, because uh, a lot. I mean, maybe you can integrate it. Um, no, you you can't. But you you can't. I don't know. I'm I'm excited. I love Catherine. It's a really fun, really awesome game. It means Elf only play it. And getting more content to it. And, you know, maybe this means every generation will get an extra girl until it's a full-blown, like, eight-option dating sim. So, speaking of HD games that are getting a lot of shit added to it, so, do you know when uh, Shadow of the Colossus originally came out, they had 16 Colossus? Yeah. They were originally scheduled to have 32 Colossus. That's a lot more. They only had 24... Uh, they only had the concept art for 24 of them. Mm. And then afterwards, once they were all done... Like, they could only like had time and budget constraints to put 16 in. Mm-hmm. So once they were all said and done, they only put 16 Colossus in. Okay. Well, Colossi, apparently, man. Colossi. Yeah, well, apparently in the HD remake, they're putting in a lot more Colossi. All 32? They might be. <laughs> I just know that they're putting in a lot more Colossi. Because you, you've played Shadow of the Colossus, hopefully. Mm-hmm. You, it, the game world felt pretty empty outside of those fights, right? There's yeah. like a lot of empty spaces that weren't used for anything. Those were good placeholders for, for maybe, Colossi. Yeah, because there was like ten to there was like eleven to twenty two more zones where you could fight Colossi in there. It's kind of like, how I felt about uh, FF fifteen. Yeah, I feel like all of those mountains could be Adamantoys. <laughs> okay, maybe Instead not. Of just one of those mountains. Go fuck off. But so I'm didn't really care too much about the HD remake because that'll be the second time that it's been HD. It's been had an HD yeah, remake. Yeah, because it did have a like PS3, a PS3 collection. Yeah, and so and now I'm actually excited for an HD remake for this because putting in like tripling that game's or doubling that game's life site like span that'll make that'll it be great. Really oh, yeah. And I'm really, really, really hoping that they do another HD remake of Ico because I love that game so much. <laughs> Something I'm more interested in is my Palico Pals in Monster Hunter World. It's a game about cats. Oh shit, you guys are... Be very it? excited One for more day? our... Tomorrow, yeah, it starts yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Um, the 22nd of December, there is a beta on PlayStation for Monster Hunter World. I believe it's also other platforms. So it'd be today for people watching at home. Today for people watching at home, if you complete the objectives and missions in it, it gives you some like more customization features in the main if game. If you complete one mission, you get uh, another set for another whole other like bot like paint set for face paint and a couple other things. And for every single mission you complete after that first mission, you get bonus starting items. So if you want more potions, more life powder, more honey, trust me, you want a lot of fucking honey. You gotta go play all these missions. Basically, it's there to jumpstart you so that you don't have to spend the first six hours farming, and I think that our camera's dead. It's all good. My camera. We keep rolling. For I the can... folks on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Switcher, uh, Pandora, Pandora Plus, Pandora Premium, the people from YouTube Red. No. Not those people. YouTube Red is the only way we've made money. Really? One penny. One yep. penny off of a single It was 13 cents at one point, that, but they keep taking it back. 
whoops, didn't mean to give you that money. It's been slowly. They dropped it to nine cents, and now they keep pulling it further. It's weird. It's like a reverse interest. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I'm Monster Hunter World. Monster I'm Hunter very World excited. is gonna be great. I played some of it on the 3DS back when. Obviously, Michael is a huge, 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 huge oh, fan of it. I just couldn't get into it because I don't like how the game is designed and how it functions on handheld. It was t- no, I it was uh, like originally it, it was originally made for a PS2. Then they ported it to the PSP, and it handles pretty good on the PSP just because of the fact that you have actual joysticks. Right. And then. Well, I told you back then that until it gets released on a real console, I won't play what? it again. It was on the Wii. U. Yeah, it was on the Wii U. The right. Wii until U it gets released real on a real console. Fair enough. Um, and then it, it is on PS4 come January, so I'm 100% behind it. I'm so excited to play it with you guys. It's going to look great. I already have my digital deluxe pre-order. I yeah, was able to get I that swapped imagine. around. All just because, like, I get charms and an extra armor set to start out with, so I'm not going to be the wimpiest hunter in the world. No statue? No. Oh. I, they, I told you what happened with that, right? Oh, yeah. They pre-ordered too many, and they had to cut the last couple pre-orders, and I got in too late. Yeah. Oh, that's shit. So I That's lost... right, you have the digital deluxe, not the Yeah, because they physical. canceled my physical copy, so I'm just like, fuck you guys, I'll just play it early. But yeah, so no. I'm fine with the pre-download. I'm never getting rid of that game. No, it's gonna be like your lifelong thing now. I, you will not see me on many other games, because I now have, oh, I've got 50 minutes, I'll go kill something, hopefully get that 1% tail drop item. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, we're gonna be doing so much farming. You don't even know the start I, of that. I do know because you've described it in great detail, excessively over time. It's... It'll be like watching you play Kingdom Hearts and just farming for uh, syn- synthesis, except it's gonna be twenty hours a day of that, Ugh. and Jeez. no synthesizing, just farm. No, there is synthesizing. Bit, no, synthesizing. all farm, no payoff. <laughs> oh god collect ingredients the game uh, so there's a someone i used to play monster hunter with he said that he's not so this was way back on like three when it was on the wii u mm-hmm. right he's still playing that because and i will this is what he said i'm not gonna move on to the next monster hunter game until i complete this and when he says complete that's beat every single mission and get 99 of every single item is that possible yes He's within got, one's lifetime. He's at two thousand hours. He's close. He's just got to fight the super bosses one like three or four more times. That's too much. Yeah. No, thank you. Oh yeah, no, it's some games were not meant to we, be completionist. It, at, like, it's just a waste of time. He was really good at the game, and that's why I played. And now that and once four came out, I moved off, never touched, talked with him again because he was still still on three. And now Worlds is out, and he's still on three. Yep, he's still on three. Jeez. That's not a good way to live. World yeah. is gonna be great. I'm excited as fuck. Other good news, which you I get think more you customize good news? your cat. Yeah, I mean the customization oh, in the palico is there gonna be a, a porg equip set for the palico. I bet you, you can make them look like one. Mm. It dis- there, I don't think there's been Disney stuff in there. It's all been Capcom things. Because I know there's like Samus, Devil May Cry. Um, Mega Man. Me- yeah, De- Mega Man's been in there more than they once. They put in uh, Alloy from Horizon Zero Dawn. That's, uh, 
Is that an armor set or is that actually a character? No, that's skin? a character. I think it's a character. I don't think oh. it's just a Mega Man costume. I think, or not no, Mega the... Man costume. Sorry, I was thinking Proto Man because I think they have a Proto Man Mega costume. Man, Mega Man. Um, no, it's uh, it's a whole thing. Yeah. And she's PS4 exclusive. Yep. yep. So, I guess that Connor is now going to main the bow and arrow. I I'm one of the least biggest fans of. Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, okay. I'll probably like, it's do a really it good game. I really enjoy playing it. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of great things. I think you enjoy it more, Michael. But I... it didn't do a whole lot new. Like people gave it way too much praise for what it is. I didn't. That's I actually I played thinking. it. I legitimately didn't care for it. How far did you get into it? Four hours. Five That's hours. Why. Yeah. Like. I it's it's around the seven or eight hour mark. That you start hunting the big creatures, which is where your monster world f- uh, fandom comes in. Well, it's just I saw the monster designs, and I'm like, okay, it's just giant Robo T Rex, giant Robo T Rex, giant Robo T Rex, giant Robo Triceratops. Where's the original design? I didn't see very many dinosaurs. Okay, I, I I'm mostly just talking like the big guys at the end. Yeah, no, I don't think they were very dinosaur at all. I didn't care for them. I didn't care for the creature design, and that's literally half of the game. Because when I go play Monster Hunter, I just look at it and I'm like, that's a great fucking design. I love that. You go play Persona, a dick chariot? What a great design. I'm on that. Game of the year. I'm fighting a penis? Did you say I have to stab the penis and make it submit to me? So that I can gain the penis and use the <laughs> penis on my enemies? God. Well, better look out. Here mm. comes my dick. Adventure Time. Pirates. I There are a lot of Adventure Time games, and I've so, been interested in any of them. a lot of them. Until I saw this one, which actually looks like it's going to be pretty good. It's what Skull and Bones should have been. I'm still holding out for Skull and Bones, or right? it might end up being good. We don't know. But yeah, it's a open world pirate game for Adventure Time. The premise I, is like, there's some super global warming in Ooh that's causing the seas to rise and it's get drawn everything. So they cross the newly created sea to go and see what the problem is. So I have one question. Uh-huh. Is this just a single player game or is it an MMO? I think it's single player. Pretty sure it's single player. Because they have local co-op. We'll have to look uh, more closely once more details are released. Okay. It's been pretty bare bones so far. Yeah. I've never really cared about Adventure Time. I've not been the biggest fan of it. I I really enjoy it. It's a quality show that stays quality. It's got a lot of good shit in it. It has a lot more potential than it. Yeah, no, there's a lot of misses. My bummer is it has so much potential to do a lot of really amazing things, but it doesn't. And I think it's because it's still not comfortable committing to being a kid show versus, like, a it's a young, young adult, adult show. Because um, you get storylines like, um... Ah, oh, crap. <laughs> the miniseries of Marceline and Ice King. Um, oh, yeah. You get okay, stuff that like good. that. And then you get, like... So it's sort of like... The show exists for a really long time. Then you get an episode where we learn like a weird amount about Marceline's past. And it's like, oh, that's interesting. And then it's like another year. And then you get this incredibly amazing episode that really explores their background. 
and then you get nothing for two years. And then they come out with the miniseries, so, like, they... If they were all that all the time, it would probably be exhausting for both audiences and writers. Yeah. But there's so much of just... There's a whole episode that's just a, uh, like, an experimental art film. It's all trippy, acid, it's, it's... There's literally no story. It's like the circle of life or something is the... The overarching um, theme. You yeah, know what I'm talking yeah, about. I know exactly what you're talking that about. That episode comes out, and there's a whole lot of stuff like not as hard concept as that, but a lot of stuff like that in between this incredibly fascinating and engaging world. That's my beef with Adventure Time. Is I want to love it so much more, but I know I can only be sad because every time it's not what it could be. I'll want it to be what it it's could still, be. It's still, you know, a weekly show on Cartoon Network is a problem. Is we expect a lot more from shows today because we think of streaming services where you can do whatever you want and then it's there. But with, you're still a weekly on, like, cable, mm-hmm. there's a lot less you can do. And You've got to stick to your tropes. You're in season three, which means you have to do this episode now. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of a, here's the this episode. Are which you on? Adventure Time has actually done a good job no, of they going do. way past that. There, there have not been Despite a whole their limitations, lot of, they've done a lot of great shit. Yeah, there has not been a whole lot of, wow, I wish I... I don't think there's been a single episode that I wish I hadn't seen. There is some artistic or entertainment value to every episode. Mm-hmm. At least a little bit. Um, and that's impressive, because uh, it's been running a long time. Yeah, very consistently. Oh yeah, they're all what season eight, season nine. Uh, I think they're ten or eleven. I'd have oh, to check. Geez. But it's and then yeah, I'll when check. it's good, it's so good. Like it's so good. Like Batman the animated series and more, because it still retains that kids show vibe. So the way they explore the themes they explore. All right, can I share my stunning. beef with uh, Batman the animated series real quick? Go for it. Batman, the animated series, should just have been called Batman, animated the series, only so that you could call it Bats. <laughs> B-T-A-S is bullshit. You but were bats. so close to Bats, and it would have been amazing, and they threw it away. Batman animated, colon, the series. Yeah. I've been with it. It'd been a weird name, it'd been like some anime bullshit, but it'd have <laughs> at least like had value. But yeah, no, they, uh, they've got like Emmy Award winning teams... They can tell a story like nobody's freaking business. Oh, yeah. So they're ten seasons in. I think yep. the 11th is the upcoming. So great. But yeah, I, I would love if they dedicated their hard story team to any of their games. It would probably be a 10 out of 10 game. Oh, yeah. Yes. If they just went all in, like took... Uh, like some of their big so, people had to take that season off. They just sit in can on I, game dev. Pendleton, here's, here's what I want. Rebecca Sugar and a couple other of the big people just all got together and went Shit. for it. Yeah. And then just gave a product to Platinum Games. <laughs> <laughs> Have the, they do the writing. Uh, they give Platinum Games. Like, you make the combat go, and it will be good. They could nail it out of the park. Yeah, that's no, like, sure. that's kind of the thing. I Give Platinum Games more work, but don't let them write it. No. <laughs> Don't let them write your game, otherwise you get things like Vanquish, where it's such a great game, but the plot's the most bare-bones <laughs> thing I've ever seen. 
One thing that I'm really interested on is the uh, Oxenfree developer's new game. You have to outdrink Satan to escape hell. After party. Yep. They, so they've basically just got a single poster for it. And it's real interesting. Like, there's a lot going on in this. And, like, design-wise, I'm all about it. Oh, yeah. No, Oxenfree was amazing. And I'm really excited for this. So, yeah, Night School Studio is going to... It's a point-and-click adventure, so it's it's not going to be, like, game of the year or anything, but it looks like it's going to be really damn great. Yeah. Although it's late for a 2019 release, and that's really bumming me out. Yeah. Is, Way too early on the announcement. You they got to get those drinking physics in. <laughs> I don't like any game that announces more than a year from release. I, I feel that is... Especially when it's not really warranted. Like, this doesn't look like it needed to be known today. Uh, and it didn't. I mean... can't imagine that they got together and said, "Like, we need to announce this game." I think somehow something happened, or like someone was like, "Hey, what are you working on next?" And that just kind of happened. Yeah. I can't imagine that they actually sat down and said, "Right now is when we need to announce this." Yeah, because it's uh, it's, it's not gonna be like a big, big thing. So, I agree on that one. Uh, speaking of devs, though, Private Division. Private Division. Weird I'm I'll let, I'll let you go on this one because you've well, analyzed I, it the most. Private Division is... So, uh, you know, my problems with games today is mostly a lot of devs and publishers is um, a whole lot of problems between a lot of shit. And a lot of the good devs of ye old lore have moved on or been like, okay, the industry shit, so I'm out. Mm -hmm. And we're not getting a whole lot of new people nowadays that are that talented. Yeah. Which is strange to me. I, I, you would think by this point we would have enough fresh meat in here to have gotten another Hideo. Yeah, it's a weird industry in that it's sort of like your mid-2000s are like some of your peak talent. Yeah. And then there's, and I think it maybe has something to do with the democratization of uh, game developing. That anyone can do it, so there's a whole lot of this and that. and. Mm -hmm. Then you've got your big AAA studios, and there's too much pandering to money. and So I, I, I don't know if it's just the business itself, or if it's just people who have any talent in writing and development don't go into video game making anymore. <laughs> so what Private Division is, is it's a, it's a new publisher, not a new dev studio. Um, which is what's really interesting, because the new dev studio would just be like another Respawn Entertainment, yeah. or In Exile, and Respawn obviously sold out again, because they're a bunch of fucking idiots, In Exile isn't doing anything important, but Private Division is a new publisher, um, which for any uneducated masses, that's like EA, what they do is publishing, Ubisoft is both a publisher, in some cases mostly go through EA, but they're a dev as well, um, so Private Division is already signed with uh, like four different dev teams um, to publish. And it's about getting devs from those teams to build games because a lot of devs are burned out from working on 300 plus crews of AAA games, mm -hmm. which is a horrible process. It's god awful. I don't blame them for not wanting to do that anymore. So Private Division is like, hey, we want smaller teams that are going to deliver the same quality but on a much smaller scope. And it's now going to different studios and been like, okay, we're going to publish this project of yours that's, you know, much smaller than AAA, which other studios would be like, well, I want to make fucking money. Yeah. But it's going to be quality, and we know people still want quality, so we're going to be there for that. It's kind of like the Project Greenlight of games, except there wasn't as much audition. 
It, it's just, hey, we have money. You have ideas. Yeah. Make them. It's... It's like Shark Tank. It's like Project Greenlight is um, Emmys, and this is the Oscars. <laughs> I'm, no, it's I'm basically really excited. they started up their own Shark Tank. I'm with it. I'm, I'm excited to, to see what comes out of Private Division. Show us, your, show us what you got. We'll decide if you get money or not. If one of us decides, yeah, I'll fund this, we'll throw it in there. So we've got uh, Obsidian Entertainment Woo! doing an unannounced RPG. Yep. Yes. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, boy. Oh, yeah, boy. Yeah, I bet that it's... Uh, Original Fallout creators drop in. Tim Kaine yep. and Leonard Boyarsky yep. are going to be oh, yeah. part of this team. Fuck yes, they are. Um, so it's going to be amazing. Please look forward uh, to dropping. And that's drop with in. private you... division. Yep, if that's unclear. That yeah. is 100% tied to that. Their next studio partner is The Outsiders. Uh, working title is Project White, W-I-G-H-T. Um, so it's going to be from David Goldfarb, who did Battlefield Bad Company uh, 2, Payday 2. So it's going to be this sort of you're being hunted, you're the monster. Uh, so you're saying it's like Evolve, but first person. There are a couple of Evolve-ish games coming out in the near future. There's uh, Witch Hunters. Which is a co-op game where you, like, go kill, like, dark creatures and shit. That looks really cool. Except this is a narrative game. And, yeah, this is obviously different from that. It's a you're the monster narrative game uh, with a kind of sandboxy world. Um, then there's studio partner Panache Digital making Ancestors, the Humankind Odyssey. So Assassin's Creed creator Patrice Desolets? Desolets? I don't know. I'm sorry, Patrice. Sorry, Patrice. Uh, so it's a third-person action survival game uh, in mankind's early history. So maybe Far some Cry dinosaurs. Far Cry Primal is so bad. Yeah. Far Cry 5 looks interesting. But uh, yeah, so that's going to be one. Uh, and then last one, V1 Interactive with an unannounced first-person shooter. So it's a Bungie veteran. Uh who worked on Halo and Destiny. Which uh, ones? Does not say. Worked on their universes. Marcus Leto. Uh, so he's got his own studio, and he's just like, I'm doing my own thing. Um, so That's it's, a dream. It's definitely a guy who has story potential. Um, hopefully he's one of the How good ones from those things. Marcus Leto L-E-H-T-O. So a lot of cool shit coming out of there. It's, it's, it's a nice, like, fresh beam of sunlight for the game industry to see stuff like this still happening. I want all of them to be madly successful and for this to be a new thing. Yes. That that would bring me very much many joys. So you guys have Go See The Last Jedi, a bunch of new games to look forward to, a new publishing studio with more new games to look forward to, some good shit in the future. It's going to be an interesting year for content. Yes. I'm excited for 2018 from an entertainment standpoint. Uh, I mean, minus Fallen Kingdom. Minus Fallen Kingdom. Because God, holy shit. But uh, this has been The Moisty Voice. Episode 35. Thank Thanks you for, for listening. listening to everything. Share or us with if you your only wanted half, thank you for listening to the non-spoiler half. Don't uh, share us with your family. Don't share us with your family, but check us out on Send iTunes, us. Google Play, Spotify. Uh, Spotify, no, SoundCloud, Stitcher, 
And uh, there's one other one that I forgot we're even on, but we are on it as hell. Share us with coworkers. If you are uh, got an RSS feed, you can get us. People on the public transport, just on the bus. Yes, have them listen in. Show the bums. Play it out loud. Let everybody know that this is what you're listening to in your spare time. And Go make into them... Best Buy. Put us on all the open devices. Ooh, Hook yeah. up to every Bluetooth speaker at your local Target and just play us. Oh, yeah. Play some of the bad ones where we talk about a lot of sex. <laughs> okay, this was Moist... Moisty boys celebrating Moistmas. No, that's two weeks out. We're look forward to Moistmas. That Look is coming. Moistmas Moist special event coming.